just begin to appreciate God. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Thank you for your mercy this morning. Thank you for how you have been helping us even since last night. Father, we give you praise. Let us begin to appreciate him this morning. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. I will just pray that as we go into the world, that heaven will just uh, give so much grace into our hearts to receive. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Uh, Father, as we just go into this uh, child this morning, we ask, Father, that you will bless every heart. Uh, even that will be listening, even as we go into the main message, we ask, Lord, that you would release your spirit for how to partake of the blessing which you have uh, given to us, O oh Lord, to be blessed with in the name of Jesus. That we ask, Lord, that you will cause our heart to be open to you to receive your due, the, the, the blessings which you have consecrated for us even in this season. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. In Jesus' mighty name, uh, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, I just uh, want to uh, gi uh, give a charge. And before I go ahead, uh, I would just like to thank um, all our pastors and our daddy in Nigeria. Uh, although I have little time, I'll just quickly do that. And hopefully, I'll just say a, a word or two. And then we would uh, go back to Nigeria. Amen. Uh, I would like to thank uh, uh, all our pastors, uh, Reverend and Mommy Ellen Oyegoke. Uh, thank you for your labor of love. Uh, if, if I don't greet you too, then I, I will be disobedient. Right? Because the apostle before me always greet. And if I don't, if I don't greet you too, then I will be disobeying the foundation. Because, <laughs> because the apostles have laid the foundation. So therefore, me too, I have to be careful how I build upon. So therefore, uh, I want to thank everybody. I want to thank mommy. I want to thank our pastors, Pastor Emekai Gochuku. Thank you so much for your labor of love. Uh, you have imparted and blessed us so much. And uh, I remember when I started listening to the word of righteousness, um, most of the, the gift I have came just from listening to him just being free uh, in the spirit. And I want to thank uh, all our pastors, Pastor Tokwe, uh, Pastor Tuji. Uh, I want to thank you, Pastor Ayo. Uh, we, we love you so much. They've been so helpful to us. Uh, each time we listen to uh, Sunday school, it's always a blessing. And we like your humor. It's very interesting. Uh, and I want to thank everyone that is helping us in Nigeria as well. And all the pastors, Pastor Moses and the rest of the technical team, I, 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 I don't know where else is sitting down there. And also Pastor Tayo, I want to appreciate you. And Pastor Thompson as well, I want to appreciate you all. And also I want to appreciate Pastor Jeff that is here in Canada. Uh, you know, most of the time I get this opportunity to thank him uh, because he's, he's my pastor. As he's a pastor to all of us here, he's also my pastor and he has been helping me as well. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I want to appreciate uh, all my brothers here as well, Pastor Femi and Pastor James. They are also, you know, a wonderful brother to me here. And they've been uh, a, a very good, uh, encouraging uh, shoulder to rely on. Amen. Uh, without uh, further ado, I just want to quickly uh, just share with us one or two things uh, just to help us uh, this morning. And uh, first of all, I'll just read uh, Ephesians chapter 2 where uh, we left off, and I will just go from there. Amen. 
So I'll just read Ephesians chapter 2, verse 12. Amen. Let me read it then. Amen. I read from verse 20, or I'm ready from 19. It says, Now therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saint and of the household of God, of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophet, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto a holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. Um, one of the things that has just been coming to my heart uh, in the course of the prayer meeting and also the, the meeting yesterday is uh, from all this uh, message that is coming, something is evident that God is raising a building. Uh, and when he says raising a building, we are being built. Although the scripture is using uh, these words, like you hear foundation, you know, you know all these architectural languages, just as we've learned in the prayer meeting, uh, you know, they are architectural languages used when it comes to raising a building. Right? And uh, it, it, it is very... Um, it's, 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 it, it could be hard to distinguish how that relates to us personally and inwardly, right? But all these things, is, it's not too far-fetched. It is just talking about the nature of a man inwardly, how that man ought to be uh, naturally. Amen. Uh, there is a spiritual nature that God himself has. God, there's a nature of God. Uh, which God has proposed for us to inherit right from the beginning. But due to uh, the, the pitfalls or shortcoming, we couldn't attain that at that time. But God, in this time, is now looking to restore us back and then begin to raise us a building. Right? And I just want us to see uh, this being raised, this building as a work that is going on inside, right? It's not a physical building that God is building. It's a soul. You just, if you just look inward into the soul, we just see that there is a raising that is happening in the soul. Uh, just to key off just uh, from this interactive session we just had, uh, just looking at, you know, we're talking about the foundation, you know, a tried a stone and a tried stone and a sure foundation. If you just look, if you want to just relate that inwardly, what, what, what does that have to do with my nature? It is, is, a, is a simple example just to look at it in a way whereby, you know, uh, a simple example where Holy Spirit is just hinting you don't do something, you know, but you, even though inwardly you know I shouldn't do this, but then we go outside the perimeter because. That caution is actually a definition of the perimeters where we shouldn't uh, go beyond. And then, you know, something, uh, or just because of how we are, we can just ignore that quickly and just go ahead and still do things, but would have offended things in the spirit. That is just an example of going outside the boundary. But, you know, we may not be able to just easily uh, pinpoint and add these things together. But all these things that we are hearing and we are, uh, that we are uh, you know, learning is just about the development of the soul. Our soul is being developed and is being raised. 
so that we, uh, at a later time, we will become a habitation, a house, which God himself can live in. Amen. Just as he said in verse 22, in whom ye also are built together for an habitation of God through the spirit. So don't be discouraged as you are hearing these words. Uh, over time, we begin to understand it little by little, but then just keep hearing because as you continue to hear, the heaven will continue to give strength and grace to understand and to interpret the things we are hearing into what we can actually use to be developed in our soul. Amen. I, just, uh, I believe uh, I, I've been able to just say one or two things. And uh, just to add to that, I just want us to also continue, continue to look inwardly uh, when it comes to these messages, right? Uh, the, 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 although we may not be able to put one or two things together, but when we begin to now lay each of those learnings with development in the soul, uh, and I know it's, it's a spiritual development, and in a way, I believe Holy Spirit helps us to identify pitfalls, holes in our development when, uh, spiritually, right? So, for example, when we are, you know, we are hearing these things, and you are hearing a sure foundation, a tried stone. What does it mean for me to be tried? You know, being tried in, and, and being tried means those things that you have, you actually have learned, and you've come into, you've been able to gather different things, you've been, been to define boundaries. How uh, how well would can you abide? In, 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 in the training of those teachings. Because if, if, if you can't abide, or if I use uh, engineering, engineering terms, uh, you know, the, how the, the strength of the material is how, how long it can withstand stress. Uh, that means how it can withstand load. Which means that when the foundation is built, then they will not begin to apply load upon that building to try the the building okay how much how much uh, have you are there because when you talk about strength you also have to talk about the molecular properties of uh, the material used right because the strength of concrete is different from steel the strength of plastic is different from uh or as is different from rubber Right? No, nylon is not the same thing as your the, the plastic spoon you used to eat. Right? With, with, although both of them are called plastic. Right? Nylon is a plastic. The plastic you put food in is a plastic, but the two don't have the same strength. Now, nylon, you can just easily just tear it, but you can't do that to a plastic. Even though when you apply a heavy stone upon the plastic, it will break. Right, so those are different strength levels in the spirit. But how you how you gain those strength is actually a skill that we gain by abiding in the training of righteousness that we be, we have been learning. You know, when we, we've been raised at the foundation, then we begin to abide and abide and abide because heaven is looking to uh, because at the, at the at the point of trial, heaven is looking to increase the building more, right? Because they are making it precious. Because that pr- that precious, uh, you know, you, you don't. You know, when you say precious, means it's distinct, distinguished. It's not. It's not like every other, right? This one is precious. You know, like you know, many are called, few are chosen. You know, there's that. There's you can still apply that when it comes to becoming precious stone, right? When you are tried, there are many that are tried, but there is still a chosen out of those that are tried. Means you have been purified. You have been strengthened, you have been raised. You've, you've gained so much might just by abiding. Gained so much. And then there's enough strength 
enough strength, enough strength, and then you now become precious. So when you are now precious, you have you have a a, a, a precious quality which heaven refers to. Why? Because uh, I'm seeing precious also as clear as crystal. When I say clear as crystal, meaning that when something is precious, it is pure. Right? Just like uh, you know, you purify gold. Uh, you are actually when you are trying when you are purifying gold, you are actually trying the gold. Right? So it goes through fire to be purified, and then when it comes, and I, I think there is there is a message we all know whereby when you how do a black uh, you say goldsmith know that the gold is ready. Is after you can see his reflection. When you say when you see his reflection, means it means it's clear, right? So when you see its reflection in, in the material, it is clear. It is precious. As at that time, it becomes precious because if without that time, you can't sell the gold, right? While when it in its raw form, it's just like a regular rock. When you see gold, you just you can mistake it for a rock. So, okay, it's just a rock, throw it away. But when you take that rock, which is also a stone, then you try it to now make it precious stone. Then when it's now precious, then heaven can now raise it to become a sure foundation. A sure foundation, which will be a prerequisite for what God can habit, what do you want to use? To be a habitation of God. Because until that point, it is not yet a habitation for God. So they, they have to try it and make it precious so that God himself, because what God is looking to rest on can't be any less in quality. When I say quality, I'm talking about nature. In quality, in the, in the quality of the nature, it can't be deficient because it must be incorruptible. But because if it is, if it is, not, if it is not tried, there might, there might still be a possibility a possibility of corruption, right? But they have to try it, make it precious so that it is sure. Sure means it can't turn, right? When something is sure, you can guarantee the nature or you can guarantee the outcome. If you can't guarantee the outcome, it is not yet sure. That is why God's word himself, God's words are sure. They are true and steadfast, those things are nature, nature qualities, material properties that we also would imbibe by the reason of coming into developments in the spirit. And as heaven is developing us and raising us as a building, we'll be going through these stages, right? I don't want, it's not too far, it's just stage, when, when you can put in like a spectrum. It's, a, it's called Christ spectrum. You know, I, th- I think it's Pastor, Pastor Jeff that mentioned that word. It's in a spectrum. It's this Christ spectrum whereby you can let, if you want to uh, quantify it, say from one to ten. One being uh, when you enter Christ and then ten when you are now sure. You are a sure Christ. Right? You are a sure Christ. You are, not, you are no longer just an ordinary Christ. You are a tried Christ. Eh? You are now a cornerstone. Amen. So throughout our journey, like when we give our life to Christ, we are Grow. We are, we, are, we are still. It's a, still a stage of growth. But then, as we continue to come, because it, just because I'm born again doesn't mean I actually am introduced into the world of Christ. Because this is also to help us. I know that I'm hearing this for the first time. And Christ, when we say Christ, it's not just uh, you know. There's there's that possibility of confusing the person and Christ the stature, right? So the, there's Christ the person. Who has Christ the stature? 
So, and, and in this Christ state, it's actually Christ's stature that is being uh, divided so that we can see them. And they are, they are Christ uh, dividends that, uh, that is in the soul, which is meant for fruit bearing. Because all of them ought to bear fruit, right? And, you know, so that you know, it's not too far-fetched from, you know, all these high revelation that I'm hearing, what does it mean? It actually means something to the soul. It means something to the heart. It means something uh, in our nature and how we're gonna, how we should be. It means something to this world. It means something. Well, because as as souls are growing, right? As souls are growing, the world is seen. Because the world can tell what is foreign. There's, because the world design is different from Christ's design. So the world can tell what is foreign. And as we begin to grow, uh, these things also begins to address uh, things in the spirit when it comes to the worldly nature. That is why Satan does not want too many uh, to grow out of the wisdom that he designed for men to come into. He doesn't want that. He just want men to be the same, to be the same and continue and continue and continue and continue in the same wisdom. Why? Because he also is looking for a precious fruit. Just like God is looking for a precious stone, Satan is also looking for a precious fruit, which is to give its nature. And most of the time, you know, we see ah, Satan is looking to raise. Satan, you know, it is very easy to confuse that to, uh, no, Satan stopping me from progressing in life. Satan is stopping me from uh, making it uh, in life. But we can't really discern those things when it comes to uh, nature in the heart. No, those areas are easily, are usually hidden, right? Because what is magnified are those outward aspect, when it, or let's say carnal aspect. I wish Reverend explained that those carnal aspects really is designed to make us drop our weapons. Amen. Because as we are as we are growing, you are gaining weapons in the spirit. Like Reverend explained last night, we are what are these weapons? These are weapons to combat the wisdom of this world. Because you need to gain a stature that is above this world. So when we begin to gain those weapons, Satan wants us to drop them because he wants to stop the foundation from forming. Then he begins to combat it and then we begin to move into the carnal uh, dimensions of things. And if you look at it, Satan is not too bothered. Although he's bothered, but he's not too bothered. When all you are worried about is if you're not progressing in life, he's, he even likes it because it is ignorance. Amen. Because, and Satan, what Satan prays on is ignorance. And that is also a purpose even for this meeting because when we are hearing these things, it will begin to cure ignorance. And because when, when, when Paul was saying, saying we are in darkness, through the ignorance that is in them, there are ignorances in the soul which heaven needs to cure. And if you want to uh, release a man from ignorance, how? You begin to introduce knowledge. When you introduce knowledge, then you begin to cure uh, what? Ignorance. And that's the reason for teaching the knowledge of Christ. The knowledge of Christ is a doctrine. And I just want us to see if all this, all this that we are learning, you know, stone, Christ's nature, you know, Christ, stone, precious stone, eh, a precious corner stone, a sure foundations, all these things, the, the way God gives men knowledge and or cure men is also to give knowledge. 
right? And how does heaven do this? They begin to teach us doctrine. Because what Satan is using to read the worldly nature is a doctrine. How? Rudiments of this word is a doctrine. Hmm? Slight of men is a doctrine embedded in souls. Hmm? Tradition of men is a doctrine. Just as I you know we we're saying earlier, the, what is a tradition of men? It's just things that men naturally just can't break up from. It's a tradition. We must we must do this. Okay. We must we must put tea by bread. Who, who designed that? <laughs> eh? You know, but you notice that when you begin to be cured of ignorance, what heaven used used to cure us eh, is liberty. Eh? One of the signs that we are one of the signs that we are growing in the spirit is we begin, begin to come into liberties in the spirit. Yeah? And what are these liberties? This liberty is, is, is actually uh, administered by grace. Because mm? when you say liberty now, some people will not say, oh, liberty, okay, I can do anything. It's not like that. It's actually liberty in the Lord. Because the spirit of the Lord officiates liberty. Mm? So it's actually liberty in the learning of righteousness, which comes to faith, which comes to hope, which comes to charity, which is the doctrine of Christ, that which we've seen also in the foundation that has been defined to us. Amen. I believe this has helped us a bit, uh, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I hope, you know, like one of our, our pastors here will say, Pastor Femi, Reverend would explain all this better as we go through the meeting. And also, uh, and also, Pastor Tayo is also a very skillful speaker, uh, a minister. When I say speaker, he's a minister of the gospel because he's also a minister of the New Testament. Pastor Tayo is very skilled, and I'm sure that we'll be able even to learn more as we listen. Amen. Uh, thank you.